Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey guys, it's Murad Morali, and welcome to hashtag I'm Over It, where we talk all things from pop culture to trending topics and have important discussions. Be sure to let me know what you guys are over to with the hashtag I'm Over It, because we have a lot to get into and definitely don't forget to click that button and subscribe it's just one click for consistent content always hopefully you guys are doing well today back at it again with another consistent podcast episode and with this particular episode it we are going to talk about a lot of controversial topics at hand here so a quick trigger warning a quick trigger warning indeed as they are going to be as they are going to be sensitive topics that are going to be discussed so i would like to just place this trigger warning you know at the beginning of this episode so that you guys have an expectation of what we are going to talk about and if it will affect you in any way shape or form then of course please turn away from this particular episode so of course you know as you can tell from the title this particular episode is about you know whether we feel that love island should be cancelled because we have three associated suicides with the show we have sophie from you know love island 2016 season we have mike from love island 2017 season and we have caroline flack who took her life last week and with all three of them it seems that they all took their life in the same way they all hanged themselves you know within their family homes or outside in a public particular space they took their lives in a very similar way all three of them were associated directly with the show does love island have a curse do you guys feel that love island should now be cancelled because we've had so many deaths associated with the show personally me speaking i don't feel that love island should be cancelled number one because caroline flack who has hosted the show for many years you know has loved the show and in a particular interview she expresses ages ago you know as to whether she had a choice to either begin hosting love island in 2015 or host x factor as the main presenter which she obviously loved because she loved extra she um she hosted the you know side show for x factor many years ago and she decided to go with Love Island because she wanted to make in, she wanted to make it into something big, something something massive, and that's exactly what she did. She made it into a massive kind of platform. She, you know, her presenting skills were absolutely impeccable. So you know, she loved the show. So I thoroughly do not believe that she'd want the show to stop at all or to be cancelled. I don't think that's in her heart of hearts. And her you know replacement and also friend Laura Whitmore also agreed and believes that the show needs to continue. So if, from that um, avenue, I don't. Believe 
believe the show needs to end. And although, you know, we say that, oh, Love Island has caused these suicides. This is a bit, this is my issue when people say that. A lot of people say, you know, Love Island, the show has caused, you know, the suicide of Sophie, Mike and Caroline Flagg. The show is cursed. I don't believe any of that, personally speaking. Because when it comes to somebody taking their own life or wanting to take their own life, there are always going to be multiple variables and multiple factors at hand that help to induce this particular situation. It's not just one situation. It's not just Love Island that solely led to the suicide, you know, of these particular individuals at hand here with the given evidence and information at hand. Of course, it isn't. Now, you know, to assume that somebody passed away from XYZ is different. But obviously, why I'm saying that there were multiple factors with these particular people, because there was evidence at hand to show and reflect that. But, you know, I find this to be, you know, just very, very interesting. So we're going to go through, you know, the three individuals, find out what was going on really at hand as well. Sophie Graydon, who took her life actually was also found with cocaine and alcohol within her system. The combination is used by those who believe it brings on a so-called high much quicker. What they do not appreciate is that it also gives a massive rise to violent thoughts. If Sophie's death is to serve any purpose at all, that message must go out far and wide. Interesting. A home office pathologist, Dr. Jennifer Bolton, said Miss Graydon was two and a half times the drink drive limit and under the influence of cocaine. So, you know, there were other individual, other, you know, situations here going on as well. Love Island, I'm sure, is definitely a factor because of the trolls and, you know, so much that goes on post the show as well and the lack of mental health kind of care and support. But it seemed that she also was um, troubled in a bit different ways as well. And, she was diagnosed with depression and low self-esteem in 2013 and was taking medication for social anxiety um, disorder at the time of her death. Now, if she was diagnosed with mental health related issues back in 2013, which was way before she was even going on the show, why did Love Island allow this? That is a particular question at hand here. If you are going to recruit contestants and place them on a massive platform, the biggest show in the UK, and then, you know, you leave them out there to go on your own, why would you recruit individuals who have troubled with their mental health in particular ways? Or why would you not have this form of, you know, notion of, okay, we've had people who have been diagnosed with X, Y, Z, let's try and support them a little bit more, be a bit, you know, be there more for them. And I feel like that is where Love Island has gone wrong, where they should have, you know, just been a bit more careful and you know had more aftercare even from the beginning and this just leads to a whole conversation of how mental health is really seen as something that nobody really cares for mental health is seen as something that you know we don't need to put as a priority as you know but you do because your mental health is your physical health because it's part of your physicality as a human being and i just find that to be very funny at the same time we then also have mike um who passed away, who actually hanged themselves in the woods, just very, very sad. But there seemed to be, you know, other individual, uh, other, sorry, problems that were going on at the same time. Comes after news broke that Mike's part-owned restaurant, The Skillet, shut down yesterday, four months after his launch. The closure prompted comments on social media, including, even though some businesses are hit, the high taxes and rife competition can make the journey perilous. And, you know, this could have been a massive factor for him as well. His public persona gave no indication that he was struggling with mental health, but it was revealed after his death that he was dealing with the loss of his nan, who he had recently moved in with to become her full-time carer. His best friend had also just died months before, and he was also believed to have 
financial worry. So again, there were multiple issues going on here. As I said, when it comes to somebody, you know, when it comes to suicide, there are always going to be multiple issues. And I feel like, you know, it's just a bit ignorant to assume that it's just one reason for why somebody is taking their life because simply we don't know. But of course, evidence at hand here as well. And it seemed that toxology results show that there was cocaine, ethanol, antidepressants and paracetamol in his system at the time of his death and that he left a notebook which was a sort of combination of a diary and letters and positive thoughts so this was a very premeditated action he thought of this for a very long time he wrote things out in a notebook he planned to go out on a place and he planned to do xyz and I, of course you know that i've spoken about suicide in my last um post my last episode sorry and how i would want to hang myself as well i had these particular notions and thoughts and i wanted to carry them out unfortunately enough i was strong enough mentally to withstand this these particular storms but every storm that anybody goes through the rain eventually goes away every storm that has taken place we had quite a few storms in the uk in the last week the rain goes away it's still not raining right now the rain goes away and i feel like this particular statement is just so impactful because it's like no matter what we go through as individuals as people as human beings the rain eventually subsides it eventually goes away and that light at the end of the tunnel eventually lights up some people can see it some people can't see it they struggle way too much and it can be very very difficult but the rain does subside it goes away it doesn't rain 24/7 24 it doesn't and i feel like these particular thoughts are very important these positive thoughts because they act as threads when it comes to particular situations and issues where we feel like we are losing all hope and when hopelessness takes over it becomes a massive problem so when it obviously does come to sophie and mike from love island who were obviously you know deeply troubled have gone through so much you know they did have multiple issues at hand that were definitely going on but having said that even sophie's mother has come out and slammed the whole cps trial situation with Caroline Flack she has come out and said that it was putting way too much pressure on Caroline Flack and speaking of Caroline Flack now i do want to get into this a little bit because it was just a massive unfortunate shame that she has obviously passed away but you know a lot of people are saying that the cps was a show trial that it was pushing her that it was doing way too much and i genuinely feel like we cannot blame the crown protection service we cannot blame them because they have expressed that they have had sufficient evidence at hand to take this to court number 1 number 2 there are several domestic abusive cases where the person that has been abused wants to drop the charges they want to drop just everything because they think it's the better simple thing to do that it would alleviate the stress you know for the person who has abused them in different ways xyz and this is a very common situation that takes place that actually induces you know domestic abuse and actually puts things under the carpet only for it to come right back into your face in the future and it's not the healthy thing to do the cps know this there are statistics there are facts that show this everywhere and for this to be a massive cause of concern the cps therefore decided to carry this on to the trial because they said that they have sufficient evidence from either body cam footage or whatever they have and of course this was a massive massive issue for caroline flack and she didn't want this to get out or to be confirmed or to carry through because this would effectively would have shut down her career you know 110% and this was something that was tremendously worrying her number 2 then you had social media you had the newspapers the sun and so forth who carried on persistently days and weeks and weeks they 
carried on. I addressed it on my channel. And even though I addressed that, I was, you know, very irritated with Caroline Flack in reference to when we all found this out about what was going on. And it was trending number one and the whole nation was tremendously upset, me included. I had also put out a video simultaneously expressing. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. That you know maybe this is just a bit too much maybe too much is going on that you know she's losing all these brand deals it seems that it's just a bit ott and we we don't know what the hell's going on everything's going on too fast why is this happening i would you know it's good to bring two different perspectives two situations but what has happened is you know during the trial situation prior to you know during the post election december january we didn't really have many public figures out in support for Caroline Flack but now we're seeing several of them you know since she has taken her own life unfortunately and one could even argue why weren't they speaking out so much prior in support was it because they don't want to be associated with bad press or was it because they didn't think it would lead to such a negative ending we simply don't know but I just think that's food for thought and very interesting but what I'm trying to express with this particular episode is that there are multiple factors when it comes to suicide there are multiple several kind of factors that people go through you know simultaneously and that is what can lead to it. it's not just one reason so I do not believe personally speaking that Love Island should be cancelled I don't think it's a show that um, is the direct causal unit and some people say well you know jeremy car show was cancelled that was because that particular person was you know not only on the show but what took him to suicide it was expressed that that was a direct reason for what had literally happened on that show on that episode whereas this particular stuff this was a show post the show they were going through several other issues like mike was going through finance worries his nan passed away his best friend passed away um sophie was as we know now i didn't even know this has been troubling with mental health related issues as well and of course caroline flack has as she has expressed in the past but has also you know the social media and the online newspaper trolls and also and we have the situation with the trial as well that was really getting to her. Not only that, not only that, but that picture of so much blood that was released. Who released that picture? Somebody very close to them got a hold of the picture and released it. 
Somebody within their team made everything worse. How did that take place? I don't understand. That in itself, I find to be crazy that they have a snake in the team that sold that particular picture and literally messed everything up. Because had that picture not been released, thoroughly believe that there would be not as much energy when it comes to this particular situation and one could also argue if caroline flack was a man and if her man had done this to their um girlfriend or wife and then the man eventually took his own life would there be as much sympathy and i feel like these particular conversations need to happen they're just food for thought this does not take away from the sensitivity of what has taken place with caroline flack but you know these type of perspectives can also be raised and can be discussed food for thought and it's just for me personally speaking i genuinely thought caroline flack would return in the summer because when it comes to caroline flack she was one of the best female presenters in the uk hands down she was an extra factor she was an i'm a celeb she dominated love island and literally converted it into the show that it is today that she was just impeccable and just amazing at what she did she definitely was and you know i just didn't expect this to take place it's just a very sad and unfortunate situation at hand here but there were a few people talking about it online there was a conversation going on and you know some people someone was saying just because that somebody isn't mentally well or that their mental health is at a state where it's just not you know proper and they're dealing with a lot does that give them a um pedestal over justice in reference to you know being put down for certain crimes does that mean that just because you are mentally unwell that you can d domestically abuse you know partners in situations and that the cps and the courts won't take it just as serious and i feel like these conversations are just so interesting they're so interesting you know one could say also that the cps should have taken her you know into consideration because she is somebody who's struggling with her mental health and i also thoroughly believe um that you know when she expressed to the police uh, allegedly that she did that she was going to kill herself xyz why wasn't it taking it seriously then why didn't they you know place her in psychiatric hold or take her to a mental health, um hospital why did that not take place there are so many questions so many questions and the reason why i'm bringing in so many different perspectives and just talking about everything in a bunch and these multiple factors and looking at it from a domestic abusive situation looking at it from a suicide situation looking at it from a situation when it comes to gender bias looking at it from a situation from the cps and the positives from the cps and the negatives bringing in every perspective is because i am a mental health graduate i did graduate in psychology and cognitive neuroscience so i do have this kind of experience and i've studied this and when it comes to situations like this you have to look at it from different perspectives at hand here and i just find this to be very interesting but i did want to have a conversation i wanted to touch on you know whether we believe love island should be cancelled and you know with that conversation we have the branches of the three um, contestants and obviously the presenter the two contestants sorry and the presenter who obviously killed themselves that were related to this conversation and when it comes to suicide um, suicide as well and the positive and the negatives of this entire conversations and the different perspectives and i really wanted to just branch out and i feel like when it comes to conversations like this when it comes to topics like this you have to talk about so much because there's so much to include within this particular conversation i wanted to do a separate conversation on caroline flack and i have yet to do that because i feel like i really want to so that we can dive deep into that particular whole situation but i still just feel like it's just way too too soon to make a separate topic on that entirely so i think i will wait a week or so, i think i will wait sorry a week or so into really you know get into that
But moving on swiftly from Love Island related news, we have the royal situation child that does not look cute at all. The Queen bans Prince Harry and Meghan Markle from using lucrative Sussex royal brand that they hoped to use to build new lives because they simply cannot sell themselves as royals. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex must drop their Sussex royal label after deciding to step down as working royals. Following lengthy and complex talks, the Queen and senior officials are believed to have agreed it is no longer um, tenable for the couple to keep the word royal in their branding. And you know when it comes to branding, that's money lost everywhere. Harry and Meghan have spent tens of thousands of pounds on a new Sussex Royal website to complement their hugely popular Instagram feed. They have also sought to register Sussex Royal as a global trademark for a range of items items and activities, including clothing, stationery, books, and teaching materials. In addition, they have taken steps to set up a new charitable organization, Sussex Royal, the foundation of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. It has now been made clear they will need to rebrand. However, it is understood the couple have accepted that. As part of their new working arrangement, they will not be able to use the Sussex Royal name as they had hoped. Interesting. The development is thought to represent a major blow to them who now face starting again and re-registering literally everything from their website to their charity under a brand new label. Damn. This is, you know, something that I find to be very interesting. It's also been announced that their last working date as Royals is going to be March the 31st. So you can clearly tell that this has been a massive transition period for both Harry and Meghan. And given the situation that I was literally just talking about when it comes to this entire podcast, I'm so glad that they got out. I'm so glad that they went to Canada. I'm so glad that, you know, Meghan just got the life that she wanted to just be free from this toxic kind of media press that we have here and how it's just non-stop 24 7 and now of course they've had their brands taken away from them which is a massive amount of cash loss which i believe can be very stressful upon them but they've already accepted that and their last date of working has been announced to be march the 31st as well so this is going to be happening very soon very quick these changes are not taking you know a while these developments and the progression you know is definitely happening very fast And this is all going to be over in literally just over a month. By March 31st, this is going to end. And I just feel like, you know, Meghan Markle is getting what she wanted. She was literally being attacked 24-7 for no reason, for no reason at all, just wanting to live her best life. And I just feel like it's just absolutely unfair. And just everything that she's gone through, I'm sure that many of you guys who are listening can agree. And I feel like she's getting the life that she wanted and I just feel so happy. I genuinely feel so happy and content that this is exactly what she's getting and Prince Harry is being an absolutely rock for her and I love it when a man is a rock for the woman and vice versa when the couple is a strong together they are a good team together when you are a good team together you can override anything because two heads are definitely better than one hopefully you guys have enjoyed this particular podcast and you know these controversial kind of very important sensitive topics hopefully you guys you know are doing okay as well um let me know your thoughts are use the hashtag i'm over it when it comes to this whole situation with harry you know megan markle and this whole situation with love island as well thank you guys for listening i really do appreciate it i genuinely do and i will definitely catch you guys soon for another daily podcast episode Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening. And if you have, then tell a friend to tell a friend. You can listen to my podcast on Apple, Spotify, and via the ACOS app, or wherever you guys are listening to your podcasts. Don't forget to use the hashtag I'm over it. And don't forget to click that button and subscribe for consistent content. Follow me on my Instagram and Twitter, Murad underscore Morali, and enjoy the rest of your day. 
Positivity is key. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.